In the managed care system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The HCC Risk Adjustment Department, who tracks down medical records and ICD-10 codes, and the Quality Stars Team, who partners with primary and specialty providers to ensure ideal clinical outcomes. These are their stories. You know what's interesting is that you're right, Asian Asians and um, uh, actually uh, Africans too um, have really low percentages of prostate cancer. Um, but hmm. they move to America uh, after, you know, a generation or so, their numbers become very similar to everyone else's. Um, hmm. So, you know, what's the common denominator? And, you know, it, it, it could have something to do with diet, although there is no um, proven way to prevent prostate cancer through your diet. There are ways to help promote prostate health. Uh, you mentioned tomatoes have lycopene in it. And so, you know, that is thought to help promote prostate health, flaxseed. Um, mm. there, there are a number of, of natural suticles out there you see uh, in GNC, things that promote prostate health. But um, as far as prevention, it's, it's really difficult to, to say this is a certain diet. Obviously, there, there are links to cancer with meat intake. Um, and one, one tidbit that may be of interest is, uh, soy products, um, contain, well, soy is, uh, processed like an estrogen in our bodies and uh -oh. so mm -hmm. counteract mm -hmm. effects of testosterone on the prostate. Um, and so, you know, that is thought to maybe protective, but, um, it can hurt you in other ways as mm -hmm. well. Talk about later, but mm -hmm. one of the things that we kind of left off and we did not get into um, was treatment for prostate cancer. We, we yeah. kind of found it, but we didn't talk about it. And I just want to just say a few things about treatment for it. Number one, like you said, it is completely curable. There are two ways that um, are what we consider definitive treatment, meaning treatment to cure. Okay, and I'll put them in two broad categories. One is surgery. Mm. So that is physically removing the prostate and then reconnecting the bladder back to the urethra. Uh, that's what I do. And mm. I do robotically, so it's minimally invasive. Um, mm. And patients go home the very next day. You're up walking the day of your surgery. Um, and you have to have a catheter temporarily, but it comes out the next week. Um, and you know, there are certain things that you have to do to kind of get back to your baseline. But when you have prostate pain, removing the prostate can cure you and you won't need any other treatments potentially. So, uh, that's one, one, um, way to treat it. Another is radi radiation. And, you know, it's a broad category because there's so many ways now to irradiate the prostate, but basically you're trying to um, thin waves, radio, radiation waves at the prostate to kill the cancer. Um, and mm. that can be done with traditional um, external beam radiation therapy. There's um, proton therapy, which is another form of radiation. There's uh, high intensity frequency ultrasound that can do it as well. There's so, so many different cyber knife. You hear about all these different ways, but essentially you keep your prostate 
um, but it gets irradiated, so it damages it's, it's damaging the tissue in the prostate to kill the cancer. Um, and so people who don't want surgery uh, can have it, but just a warning, if you have prostate issues, urinary issues already from your prostate, having difficulty going, going at that frequency, urgency, those things, or makes it worse, makes your symptoms worse. So that's just okay. One real quick question. So, what is the adverse effects of you taking out my prostate? Great question. Great question. I say two main things um, are, you know, sort of the sequelae of surgery. One is uh, urinary incontinence. Now, that is where you have the involuntary loss of urine. However, it's it's pretty short lived. And, and so involuntary loss of urine, you're peeing on yourself, leaking on yourself. Yeah. OK, <laughs> you have to wear some protection. Now, no, I, I say that to just make it plain uh, yeah. to, to to say again to men out there, get your prostate checked. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, though. Most men will gain their continence, their control back after surgery. The vast majority. Uh, but it's it's basically learning to live without your prostate anymore mm. um, and learning how to rely on your sphincter, which is the muscle that you can control to stop your urine. And we have physical therapy available for patients who, who need 95% of patients typically get their continence back. So that's not a long-term issue. Okay. Okay. Um, and then impotence. <laughs> so forever you're impotent? No. So, so impotence is erectile dysfunction, basically not yeah. get an erection. And so uh, a lot depends on what you bring to the table. So if you are having bad erections before surgery or no erections before surgery, it's not going to get better after surgery, Ooh. right? So if you come to the table, though, and you've got pretty good erections and your prostate cancer is contained, then we could do something called a nerve sparing technique before we remove the prostate. So what that means is that you have what we call the neurovascular bundles that lay right next to the prostate, okay? They're like, like train tracks next to the prostate. And with surgery, you can actually peel them off the sides of the prostate before removing the prostate, thereby sparing the nerves that lay. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. And so we have, you know, there, there's a lot of success with that, particularly if erections are, are pretty decent to start with. Sometimes cancer gets in the way and we have to sacrifice a nerve. But like I tell men all the time, we have the technology to get an erection in a dead man if we needed to. We can get erections back. So that should be the thing to hold you back. There's so many ways and tools in our toolkit to restore erections shouldn't be the main problem the main issue is getting rid of the cancer shout out to to <laughs> dr cancel for his skill uh, uh and, and uh the ability yeah. to work with a knife in a very small area and around some very important parts yeah. uh you know it's not just about yeah. taking the cancer out it's it's about saving what's left uh and so i know there's a lot of men that are still writing you christmas cards for your, the work that you have done <laughs> very, sure. very 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 good very good Thank you. So, so those are like the two main ways. Um, obviously, there's some other ways. And and let me just say this: not all prostate cancer needs to be treated. Remember, we yeah. talked about in the earlier segment that there are different grades of prostate. Cancer. 
low grade, there's intermediate and then high grade. Well, I have a lot of patients that I don't treat at all with prostate cancer because they have low grade disease and they have a very low volume of disease. So like what we say, a touch of prostate cancer, they have, uh, they have a little bit of prostate cancer. And so when that's the case, we do something called active surveillance. Basically what that means is we watch it every six months, we check a PSA, uh, we do a, an exam, a rectal exam every six to 12 months to follow it. So active surveillance doesn't mean you never have it treated. It just means that it's not uh, maybe clinically necessary to have it treated because the risk of the procedure or treatment far outweighs the actual disease. It's mm-hmm. 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 good. Good. Yeah. So, well, look, I want to I want to get us out on this and I, I'm going to tee up two future conversations. We already talked. We are going to bring you all back to talk about sexual health because uh, Dr. Cancel knows a lot about that. But also, I want to tee up this question or topic when you talked about the difference in prostate cancer between African-Americans and Africans. Mm-hmm. And there is a black female physician that did a study a couple years ago and, and coined the term weathering that talks about how African-Americans we're, we're, we're adversely affected through diseases, especially COVID. We saw this in COVID. We're adversely affected in diseases because of weathering, which is this thing that happens mostly through racism, uh, mostly through struggle, mostly through uh, trauma. Uh, and, and you can call it micro trauma, but years and years of, of just experiencing trauma and racism affects your the physicality of your body and makes you vulnerable for mm. for these types of diseases. So I would love to get a physician's perspective on that. I might send you the study and we can have a separate conversation on on weathering. But first, we're going to talk about sexual health in our next segment. So thank you very much, Dr. Uh, Kensell, Bo, we will bring you back. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Live. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Land J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Paid off like the assassin, now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range over. I told you, Rampage, your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson, New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake suit and yeah. I'm true. Bad, my travels like a schizo with two tabs with do-rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook Mosaic Meals and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious Mosaic Meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. This is Just John and April of the Lance J Radio Network HealthCast Series, and we're excited to now be on WWWE, the real 1100 AM weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. 
in April's illustrious hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. Listen live or download the iHeartRadio app as we talk about love, marriage, communication, and of course, sex. And I mean tons and tons of sex. <laughs> we are talking insatiable, married 20 years and still madly in love sex. I do love you, though. I love you, too. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance Day Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource Analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. And Doug. Got a couple of bogeys on your six limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty.